T.S. Eliot says it this way. He says that to every end, there is a new beginning. So we are in this stage right now of transition where um, as we are closing this chapter on everything in between, Welcome to EIB, a podcast where we'll talk faith, fitness, and everything in between. Now, we're an organization you've probably never heard of, but we're believing for big things in the New England area and want to invite you in for the journey. I'm your host, Mike. Let's dive into some discussion. All right, all right, gang. Hey, check it out. Welcome back to another episode of Everything In Between, where um, today we have a very, very special guest on the show. And then we're going to share a little bit of a uh, serendipitous experience as well with you all. But our guest today is my wife, uh, Melissa Erin DePaolo, and now Rich Juan. We are so excited to introduce Melissa to the podcast and uh, and dialogue today about our discussion. So um, what we're going to do today actually is flip the script a little bit. But before we do that, Um, Before we hand the mic over to Melissa and she's going to ask me some questions, um, we're going to share a little bit with you all of how we met and how we experienced serendipity in practice. So, um, sweetheart, Melissa, Erin, DePaolo, everybody, uh, welcome to the show. Um, Say hello to the people and then we will um, flip this script here for you all. Thank you, babe. I appreciate that introduction. Um, I am so proud of us right now because two years later, (laughs) since we've met, we are finally actually sitting down to do this podcast. And just to give a little bit of a backstory of how we actually met, the podcast is what actually brought us together. That's right. I mean, you know, call it God, call it fate, call it whatever you want to call it. But really, it was the podcast that um, gave us a platform, a topic to actually talk about. And uh, we've been saying we want to do this podcast for literally two years. So <laughs> 2021, February, about two years ago, almost exactly. And I was living my best single life. And so was Mike, kind of. And I was um, on the online dating scene. Anybody who's single, I know, feels that pain so deeply. So if you're single and you're listening to this, Keep going. There's hope. Take water breaks. Take You'll be good. <laughs> You'll be good. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I was on the online dating scene. I had gone on probably two to three horrible, horrible dates. Like that's a story for another time. Um, it was about maybe six months into the into dating and it was around Valentine's Day. And so, you know, you're getting in your you're feeling all the feelings. You're feeling depressed. The feelings, emotional, yeah. lonely. Uh, you're all lonely. The good you have all these just like weirdos in your inbox and you don't want to reply to anybody and you're just tired of all the bad dates. You're like, really? It's like, am I ever going to meet anybody? So one night I had a little bit of energy and I figured, ah, I guess I'll look on this stupid app again. <laughs> and 
and Mike and I, or Mike had reached out to one of my um, pictures that I had a little caption saying, uh, this is me in my blogging days. So he reached out being like, hey, you blog? Like, you write content? In the natural kind of entrepreneurial spirit or creator (laughs) or content writing, um, in in my nature of poetry, podcast, et cetera, whatever else it was, I was like, I'm intrigued. Pretty girl, um, Christ follower, loves the Lord, and she creates content. I'm like, I want to get to know this girl. So um, go go ahead, Melissa. Yes. So uh, I... I answered back. Actually, I, j- I truly don't um, write blogs. <laughs> I truly don't. I don't even know why I put that up there. But I do create content. I had a well. I still have a wellness business at the time, um, or I had a wellness business at, business at the time, and I was also in this collective called uh, um, Yes Lord. It was a, it was by Jessica um, Shakir. She is a faith coach, and I was in her month program and we were talking about just saying yes to opportunities to create so um there was a week each week was different one week was on like building like saying yes to building one was on saying yes to writing and this particular week that I met Mike that Mike and I matched I was in the portion on saying yes to speaking and so that kind of ties in in a little bit but um, we started chatting when he reached out about the content stuff and we started chatting about just like what we did. I'm a health coach as well. So we had that in common, just the coaching piece. And also just like our, like how we incorporate our faith with the coaching we do. Um, in my business, I do um, incorporate like faith and spirituality in the health and wellness coaching piece. So it's kind of more of a holistic approach. So we started chatting about that. And he was like, hey, actually, I have a podcast. And I was like, oh, okay. This is extra ammo to stalk you with. So this is perfect because I can actually know <laughs> what you're doing. <laughs> so I started, he told me about the podcast. Um, I started stalking him on the podcast. I was like, oh, this guy is freaking cool. Um, I like she this stuff. She is one of our three listeners. So yes, yes. <laughs> thank you for supporting the podcast. <laughs> From a very early age and stage of it. But yeah, um, essentially I had reached out and I asked her um, after getting to know her and learn more about who she was and um, some of her backstory and um, really being in- intrigued and inspired by her. I was like, I-, I A, want to have more female voices on the podcast. And two, um, I want to hear your story. I think that you have a story to be told and a voice to be heard. So I did. I had asked her if she would be on the podcast and we kind of discussing what that could look like and when we could sit down and create that. And um, as, she, as she alluded to, here we are two years later, um, <laughs> podcasting it There's away. been a lot happening in between. The life took a bit of a turn and yeah, we got, it got full. Yeah. And I want to talk more about that in a moment too, but uh, I wanted to camp back out for a moment quickly. Um, in regards to really some of the the similarities that we saw in one another when we did first start um, dialoguing back and forth and really getting to know each other because it was quite interesting. I had never had never quite met somebody that I I shared so much in common with, whether it was intellectually or spiritual maturity. Um, one of the first things that we said about each other was that there was a, a level of equal yokedness and uh, intellectually we had a very similar 
a philosophical lens for wellness and fitness paired with the faith, as Melissa alluded to a bit. Um, she was a, a certified fitness um, faith and wellness instructor through, what was the company called again? Yep. Through, I had just finished a revelation wellness instructor training and it's like a faith-based, ba- faith-based, <laughs> faith, faith-based <laughs> fitness. Um, so you basically are teaching classes, fitness classes that are like incorporating worship and the word in it. Yeah. And so as many of you all do know, um, that is how everything in between in and of itself began. You know, my cousin Matt and I started a small group in our church that was oriented around uh, sharing the Word of God together and working out, performing fitness. Uh, We would have a Bible study followed by a workout or vice versa. We would work out and then we would follow that with a Bible study, community, um, family, friends, etc. All of those things kind of coinciding in and around and through the lens of um, our faith walk and our journey and um, again, just studying the Word of God together. So, um, you know our relationship with Faith Rx as well, who does something very similar in the CrossFit space. And Melissa and I started kind of sharing back and forth of this kind of philosophy in regards to the application of our wellness and our faith. And she shared with me, is it okay if I, I share um, your journal? Share, baby. She shared with me a, a journal entry that she had written. Gosh, she, I, I think even before I had had the, the, the vision or the download of what everything in between was. Um, maybe her like 18-year-old or 16-year-old self writing in this journal of wanting to create this space or wanting to create this right. entity or yeah. engagement of, of, of exactly that, this like this wellness, fitness, holistic, spiritual, faith-like kind of conglomerate or network or building or whatever it was. It was just this this vision for uh, the two kind of merging and coinciding fitness and faith. And I was like, oh my Lord Jesus, I know that every good and perfect gift comes from above. And I'm like, this woman is a gift. <laughs> and I've never met another soul, let alone a woman who I already felt so much alignment with, um, have such a similar perspective or viewpoint or have something as prominent and heavy on their heart as this um, as such as I did as well. So um, I knew right then and there that A, she was special. Two, she had to be on the podcast. And three, I'm like, I think I already love this girl. And we are probably only one phone call in or one conversation deep at that point. But uh, baby, is there anything that I am missing from that story? I, I mean, there's. I think you summed it up quite well. Yeah. Yeah, we were like, oh my gosh. I, well, I thought you could be almost like my soul brother. That yeah. was the that was the sense I got at first. I was like, okay, like maybe like a business partner, soul brother, um, friend, because I certainly wasn't expecting after all the crappy dates that I had been on and all the times that it was just not working out. I certainly didn't expect this to to be something that was long term or worked or actually was really good for me. So, yeah. At first, it was like, oh, maybe you'll be like a brother, and then maybe I can just help you along your path and be your little life coach or something. And then a couple weeks in after we met, we, I asked him, like, hey, like, okay, like, how do you feel about maybe exploring a little bit of romance? <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah, and realistically, um, I, was, I was scared at that point because I had liked her so much. 
and I, I valued our relationship that we were building. I valued the friendship that we were developing. I valued the intellectual nature that we shared and the conversations we were having and even the, the, the learning experiences. I valued all of it that I was like, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm fearful. I'm afraid to step into something different and, and maybe change the dynamic, maybe convolute this uh, and maybe ruin something that is, that is great. And um, I'll, I'll probably... Um, I'll probably give her a hard time uh, about this until the the day that um, okay. one of us one of us goes. But um, she asked me out. Oh, I did as um, a favor. She asked me out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it's because I was slow to the trigger. Oh. Yeah. I, I like I said, I was afraid to um, to to take this any deeper than it already was because I enjoyed it so much that I was afraid of ruining what we did have. Oh, pish posh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. But it was like, I was, I was like, gotta help a man, gotta help a guy out here. Gosh. Hasn't been on a date in a while. And I was also in the business of, um, of dating coaching. So I just wanted to, you know, just offer my services to, to take you out on a date or to have you take me out on a date. I volunteered myself for you to take me out on a date. That's right. That's right. That's right. And and that's what you did. So and um and then it was history. It was history from there. March fourteenth, oh. two thousand twenty one. It's oh, forever, baby. Um, realistically, um, you know what it was too. It, it, it's like there was just so much alignment, um, so so much congruency in just the, the the nature of our hearts, our, our our spiritual walk. Just that again, like I said, that equal yokeness. Um, our philosophy in regards to fitness and faith, um, even even the like the almost duplicative lives that we were living, some of the experiences that we had um, growing up, as well as even the the business, like the 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 wellness, fitness, kind of holistic, spiritual, spiritualized kind of coaching in that wellness sphere. That wellness sphere, um, even that having having that in um, in common as well, just made it so unique that um, it almost felt like it would be a disservice to not pursue um, more with each other. almost felt like it would be a disservice to not um, explore that romance that Melissa talked about or um, whether it was a business partnership or if it was um, a network opportunity. Whatever it might have turned into, I'm grateful. I'm so glad that it turned into my wife, that it turned into covenant with each other, that it turned into marriage with my best friend. Um, and we just rapidly became that for each other. We rapidly became best friends, rapidly became the person that I wanted to spend um, every waking moment with and the rest of my life with and that I could see uh, a family with and all of these all of these things that um, kind of coincided from there. But it was really um, it was really that like just compounding experience of conversation after conversation that led us to um, where we are today. And then finally getting back around to this podcast, which by the grace of God was the, uh, the origin conversation to what um, initiated this relationship, initiated this, what began as a friendship and um, has really evolved into what it is today. So I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so grateful um, that you've come into my life and that we get to do this thing here together. So um, if there's nothing else that I'm missing and you wanted to camp out on anything, uh, what do you think? No, let's keep it short. Keep it short. As cool. short as possible. Okay, well, 
uh, before we do flip the script, I wanted to camp back out for a moment on what you meant when you said that life got full, because there's a lot there. And I know that we, we have a limited amount of time today, but I did want to, um, I wanted to camp out there because that was actually the original reason why we were going to schedule this podcast in the first place. It was in regards to some of your story and we were, um, I was so encouraged and inspired by it. And um, I did believe that you had a voice to be heard and a story to be told. So um, I would love if you would share some of that story with our audience here today. Yeah, yeah, I can can share a little bit about what that what that meant. Um, before meeting you, I had previously I was talking to you about experiences with concussions, like multiple concussions that have affected my health. I was dealing with kind of an unknown, ambiguous health condition at the time, like unnamed. I just knew I just felt horrible. Um, was in the hospital often, like once a month during um, my period for excruciating pain. And it was like that for years, un- kind of undiagnosed. But when I had met you, it, um, <laughs> I had warned you that if you can get past my period, then you're in. Like that's If you my... get past month one, <laughs> you're safe. If you can get past my month one, like month one period, like because that's when I would always break up or end things with people. So... Um, because I just felt like absolute crap. So yeah, about, what was it? A few months into, to dating, probably like April at that point, I finally, I went, went to the ER for excruciating pain in my period again, and then went to, um, a specialist finally, um, went to a specialist for endometriosis. And she said, you probably, you probably do have endometriosis considering all of your symptoms and whatnot. And when I asked her, okay, well, at this point, like, what are my options? And what I found was that the treatment options were pretty bleak. Either I could have surgery, which was like something like 33% success rates. Um, Usually you have more pain after. Sometimes it helps a little bit. Um, Or go on birth control, which gives you a bunch of other symptoms. And as a person who is like, a holistic health coach and nutrition coach. I was like, there's got to be like some other ways. So, um, and it was also scary to get that diagnosis. And we had just been dating literally three months. And I remember calling you being like, I have this thing, like this, this thing called endometriosis and I don't know what it means. And it might mean I can't have kids. And it might mean like they, the doctors literally tell you like, and it's just going to get worse. Like, oh, it's a chronic condition. It's, there's no cure. It's just going to get worse. And my life at the time was already like so hard. I could barely even keep a job because I was exhausted all the time. There's the fatigue portion of it. There's the pain portion of it, which you're out of, I was out of work for like multiple days a week, or I'm sorry, multiple days a month. And it, it was really a low functioning, like low quality of life that I was in. But um, so over the past couple years, what the, the, I feel like the attention, like our energy and went to like you supporting me with finding a diagnosis, finding a solution, finding answers. And it really took a big effort. It wasn't just like a little thing that was like a side burner thing. It kind of became the, like the main focus. So you and I have been, um, yeah, focusing on getting me healthy and, uh, about six months in or so, you're still my boyfriend, and we we realized, we found a specialist for an endometriosis excision surgery, and it was tr- like something like twenty thousand dollars that was out of pocket because it wasn't covered by insurance, 
And you put up a GoFundMe for me and we raised that money in literally four days, four days flat. And I was having the surgery the next week. So that was, um, that was kind of the, uh, the focus, like what we were, what we were looking at to, into. And I just didn't have the energy to do this podcast. I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about my story. I didn't want to, I was still in like the mess of it. And I feel like I, if you're in the mess of it, like, I don't really want to talk yet. Like I want to wait until I have a message before I speak. Um, but I feel like we're, we're, I'm a lot better at this point. Got, got a surgery from a great surgeon that has better prognosis than that 33%. And I definitely feel a lot better, um, with that and life's gotten a, a lot better. And so it's been a lot of focus on that. Health is is getting a bit better. Still struggling on the month by month, but we're working on it. And now I'm healthy enough to at least like think about other things and think about creating and um, having some fun. Yeah. Um, I remember a good pastor friend of mine once uh, shared with me, you can only lead from a place of experience. So it, it's like, I don't want to share this kind of storyline or this this navigation or this struggle um, if I have yet to really give a, a takeaway or a next step or um, really aid or assistance for the next person, I, w- I want to help the next person. So there's been there's been that leg to it where it's kind of been um, not only as like our, our, our a reorientation of our priorities and um, our focuses, but also like the there there wasn't anything to really share at that moment um, from that experience. But there was many things um, which this can be. Uh, again, a conversation for another day. That, but many things that you had previously walked through, that you had overcome, that had added to your identity, that had added to your character, that had added to the word that I had shared with you when we first had connected was resilience. I just felt this spirit of resiliency over you, and that's what I wanted to camp on. And I think that this story identifies that, kind of calls it into place, um, and then really allows us to to navigate from there. But that that is that is the portion that really wa- I, I wanted to to focus on in our initial conversation, um, but it really has it's reoriented so much since, and uh, our life has taken a different turn, um, and and I mean for the better. We're we're married. We're, it's two years later. We have um, we have prognosis. We have next steps. We have management, uh, learning every day. Um, and it's just it's it's trial and error, and um, it's a it's a constant, and uh, it's something that we are just learning to to manage together as a team, um, as a unit, um, and as a family. So um, that's really I think that's 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 where we are, and that's kind of what got us here, but also um, why it's taken us till today to I sit down know. and record this podcast. I know so. I felt so bad, but hey, better late better late than never. Um, but yeah, the, what we really want to talk about, um, specifically today as we were considering where, like, as I was asking him over the past couple months and even a couple, like couple years, like, where do you want to be with everything in between? What, where do you see it going? Um, do you want to, like, what services do you want to do? What do you want to do with your podcast? And, and there's been, it's definitely evolved. So the, the point of today is to share, is to share some exciting news and like really where you've come to with your decision 
to like how you want to move forward with EIB is something you've poured your heart into for a long time. So, um, yeah. So what, what do you feel like is the latest with everything in between right now? Where are you at? Yeah. And that is such a good question. And one that we have been considering together for really two years, um, as we evaluate kind of the, the business, the organization, all of its representation, branding, et cetera, what is everything in between? And that's been such a, a, a loaded question for me. But as I'm seeing it now, um, it's really, it's evolved into a, um, it's evolved into a posture for me more than it's, um, more than it is anything. So it's really, it's a way of life. Um, I, I've, I've even kind of articulated it as such like everything in between is it's, it's more than fitness and more than fitness being the life application of overcoming adversity or the constant state of evolution and radical pursuit of healing, um, and, and deep health modalities. So it's all of these things that kind of like are postural and intellectual mindset orientations, if you will. Um, and it's, it's something that, gosh, I mean, I've invested so much of my time, energy, effort, resources into, poured my heart out, as you said, poured my heart out um, into, um, for something that I've deeply, deeply believed in and still do, still do believe in. Um, mentorship and relationships with influence and such that have helped me to um, evolve it to where it is today from what it what it was originally when I uh, when I first thought it up in my heart when, when God first deposited it in me and um, I thought it would look a certain way and then it kind of evolved and pivoted pivoted through um, COVID and I know I'm, I'm kind of like this is the long way to answer your question and um, I'm getting, I'm getting to, and I think it might've been Winnie the Pooh. And I know I always quote Winnie the Pooh on this podcast, but <laughs> he was a wise, wise bear. I believe he said in order to, um, get to where you're going, you have to know where you have been. And I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm looking back at the, um, at the scope of where I have been through the lens of our experiences to kind of where we are today. And, um, what the latest with everything in between is really, um, I think it's just pivot. And ultimately what that looks like is, and I'm, I'm reminded of a scripture in Ecclesiastes says to everything, there is a season. So um, we're, we're considering the season that we're in. We're considering our priorities, what's most important to us, considering our, our family. And um, yeah, there's a, a natural shift and an unction in my spirit to um, transition. As I said um, from Ecclesiastes that, for everything, there's a season. And we're in this season right now where we are reconsidering. We're reorienting and um, everything in between as, as we as we have known it um, is dissolving. It's going to look different. And that doesn't mean that the posture of the heart, it doesn't mean that what um, we have to, what I have to offer um, is going to uh, become extinct, but it, it just means that it's going to look different. It's not going to be in the form of an LLC. It's not going to be in the form of anything that is monetized at this point. It's going to look like something that is brought back to the drawing board and reconsidered for um, maybe what's next. And I don't necessarily even know what that is, but um, we have we have poured so much of our time, energy, and effort into uh, what everything in between has embodied that it would be a it would be a disservice not to say goodbye. It would be a disservice not to have closure. And this this podcast is probably more for me than it is for 
um, anybody else more for me than it is for our listeners or our audience, etc. But it's the closure that I've needed um, in terms of the the creation and what God has really placed in my heart and the the origin of of even Melissa in my relationship really um, originated from a conversation that's um, oriented around this podcast and around this this business. So. Um, it, it's taken much, much consideration, much prayer time, um, counsel, etc. Um, I even I, I remember chatting with a friend, and he shared an acronym of WIND, and that acronym stood for um, W being Word of God does align with the Word of God, I being intuition, just that kind of like spiritual unction, Holy Spirit, um, if you will, the N being Nathan, which would stand for counsel or um, mentor, pastor, etc. That kind of Nathan being the the counsel to King David, and then D just being doors. And uh, we know that here at everything between that, but uh, what, whatever door God has opened, no man can shut, no man can close. But whatever door God closes, no man can open. And it feels like this door is closing. It feels like this season is culminating and coming to an end. Um, not because um, it's been a a, a failed endeavor or failed experience and that was part of it it is um i i had a hard time coming to this conclusion because i felt like a failure but what it really was is i found myself in the process um creating the organization creating the business creating the um the curriculum around the the life coaching application of it um i i I put myself through and in the footsteps and in the lens of the audience or the receptor or the student and I learned so much again like I said from the mentors from the the coaching um, in and of itself that um, I became the best version of myself I became a higher version of Michael Richwine which was the intention of the program um, the business model in and of itself was for an individual to go through the curriculum and become a better version of himself through habit formation through the breaking of past narratives and false belief systems uh, to the compounding and the residual effect of um, doing life with accountability and coaching, um, having somebody that um, had the uh, autonomy and the permission to put their finger in your eye. And um, I got to experience all of those things do and um, by a product of myself and um, other mentors and coaching as well. So um, T.S. Eliot says it this way. He says that to every end, there is a new beginning. So we are in this stage right now of transition where um, as we are closing this chapter on everything in between, um, we're believing for new. We're believing for next. We're believing for um, a new beginning. Isaiah 43 tells us that God is doing something new. What is coming down the pipeline? I don't know what that is yet, but I believe it's going to be good, and I believe it's going to be God, and I believe it's going to be for people. Um, So what the latest with um, everything in between is Again, it's a pivot, it's a transition, it's a restructure, refacing, whatever you want to call it. But ultimately, it's um, taking it back to the drawing board and reevaluating what it is, what it embodies, and and how to make it um, more of what the world needs, and how to how to make it more um, more applicable um, for the person, um, easier access and easy easy easier applied. So. Um, again, to every end, there is a new beginning. I'm excited to share with you all what that new beginning is. We don't know it yet. Um, 
but this isn't the last of it. It's just the end of a chapter. It's the the closing of um, what has been so prominent and heavy on my heart in such a, a, a full season of life and something that I've been able to invest a lot of my energy and resources into. And I am so, so grateful for the time, so grateful for the season, the partnerships, every person that's played a role in the development of everything between where it is today um, and every supporter, every person that has um, listened to, downloaded, subscribed, liked, shared a podcast, um, and every person who has taken part in the curriculum and the coaching. So um, from, from me to you, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful for all the support, um, all the encouragement. And um, again, I, I, I look forward to being able to share um, what is next. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And I think any time that you've put like put your heart into creating something that God's put on your heart, there's it's never in vain. It's always for that particular time. Like the world needs something for that time and you should be so proud of yourself for what you've done, like for for what you have built, for even the discipline that you had to to keep going year after year after year. Keep putting in, like keep putting creativity into these podcasts just like you're putting your heart out there wanting to see other people and be like be better and other people just know God or other have other people be healthy other people um just know love and I I you should give yourself so much credit for that and this is definitely not the end what like you said like this is it's a necessary ending I think uh Dr. Henry Cloud has books called yeah like like necessary endings so that um, we can be sensitive to what God is doing next. Like how, as you evolve, this evolves, like your, your life evolves, how you want to create your ministries evolve. So that's where we're at. And I'm so excited about what is next. Um, so um, last question is what do you feel like with the closure of EIB and just the end of this era, the end of this podcast, like what do you feel like is next? Yeah. Wow. Um, and that really is, it's a great question. And I think to, um, to kind of elaborate on that, um, I would say number one is uh, the podcast in and of itself. I, I think it, it's, um, it, it's going to look different. So um, the consistency of it, frequency, et cetera, the rhythm, patterning, all of that um, will look different. Um, I, I still intend to use it as a platform for creativity, a platform for um, content and, and sharing maybe some of the things that still are heavy and present on my heart, um, maybe a spot for poetry. Um, I have a, a book of poetry that has been on my heart for quite a while that is written um, and needs to go through the process of publishing and releasing for the world to experience. It's God-honoring. Um, it's Jesus-centric, and um, I, I, I want to share it with the world. So there, there's a, a pivot to focus there as well. And I think you said it best just with the, the necessary endings and Henry Cloud's book and that kind of philosophy or the principle. Really, it's when there is an addition, there needs to be a subtraction. And with where my career is heading, where it is at the current moment, with the fact that my priority is to love the Lord my God, to be a man after God's own heart and to love my wife like Christ loved the church, that is um, that is the biggest priority in my life. So Obviously, the addition of, of, of marriage and the addition of sharing a home and sharing finances and sharing this life together, there has to be some things that kind of pivot or 
take a back burner or change or shift, etc. All for the better and all for the good. So um, as there is an addition, there needs to be a subtraction, but that subtraction is also to make room for what is next. Um, that, that subtraction is really, we think about it like a digging up in order to plant and plant something new that can bloom and blossom into what God has intended. So what is next um, for everything in between is we, um, again, we're, we're, we're so grateful for the season and for all of the support and for every person that has played a role in where everything in between is today from um, the small group, gosh, um, the small group back through Connect Church, um, hosting workouts and Bible studies to the business and in everything in between of all of that, pun intended there, but um, so grateful for every person that has played a role in that. Um, we have been so blessed ourselves, um, and, and, and we just, we, we want to bless you all. We want to bless you all. So um, what we're actually going to be doing is extending um, just a, a, a generous offer. We, we, we want to offer up the curriculum, want to offer up the life coaching program in and of itself um, at zero cost, and um, don't necessarily even know exactly what that's going to look like. Our timeline is Q1 of 2023. And we want to release that so that it is um, it is applicable and, and people can get their hands on that which God has created um, in me and through me. And again, the just the curriculum, it's a 12-week coaching um, cycle with three separate phases of um, lifestyle development, of, of, of habit change and creation and um, wholeness, health, wellness, and um, ultimately vitality. So uh, we want to extend that gift um, to anyone and everyone that is interested because I, I believe that it is not something that God wants to um, lie dormant, but something that God wants his people to have. So uh, we're going to extend that gift to, to again, um, to anybody that is interested um, at zero cost to you through whether it's an ebook or a guide or um, a, a, a PDF, a download portfolio, whatever that might be. Um, be on the lookout for more details ahead as to how that's going to be distributed and shared with you all. But again, um, follow our social media for that. It'll be on social media, it'll be via email, etc. But um, everything in between underscore EIB on our Instagram, um, Michael underscore Robert32, my personal um, account as well. Uh, be on the lookout on those two pages and accounts for details following with links that will provide uh, downloadable resources, um, materials, etc. All of the program materials and curriculum that has been built over the last, um, gosh, a couple years, five years by now. So we want to bless you all with that. We want to extend that free gift. Um, because we love you, because um, you have been such a support and such a blessing and such a gift to us and to me. And uh, I feel as though it is the right thing to do and the thing that um, the thing that is on my heart. So um, this is my my Christmas gift, my closure um, in the way that I feel like um, I can really give back to the community that has blessed me so much. So I love you all so, so very much, Melissa. Um, sweetheart, I love you. I thank you so much for being on the podcast, for sharing some of your story today. Um, I would love for us to be able to share that a little bit deeper as well in another time. But um, thank you for flipping the script on me and helping to 
communicate the transition with everything in between where we are at um, in this season and what is next um, for us all. Of course, of course. It was a pleasure to finally do it. Yes. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, sweetheart. I love you. Mm. Thank you all. We love you so much. Um, please like, share, subscribe, um, and blast this out for everybody else to hear. We love y'all. God bless. Mm -hmm.